0: Hi everybody and welcome to a fresh new installment of Taking the F Out Wrestling and Entertainment Podcast. It has been far too long until we have talked about wrestling on a podcast capacity. I'm your host Chris. In case you forgot, and to be fair, if you did forget, I'm not going to complain at all. It has been nearly a year since we did a podcast. So so yeah, thank you for bearing with me and the guys. And But we are back. We're going to be doing something on a weekly basis now and dropping a pod twice a week when there is a pay-per-view. And the people who are with me are some of my closest friends that I do talk Western wrestling with, my co-hosts. I'm joined by Chef and Marlon. Gentlemen, how are you doing today? What's going on?
1: Uh, lovely. I mean, Rumble season, we're getting, you know, we're going to start ramping up to WrestleMania. Best time of the year.
2: Oh, Favorite time of the year. Favorite pay-per-view. Best match. Best match. Best gimmick match ever. I'm ready.
0: Let's rock. It's... There's something really special about the kind of Rumble season and obviously the lead-up to to Mania as well. It's that kind of magical time when you're being a wrestling fan where you get all the build-up, all the surprise matches, all the returns. There's just something in the air, especially I feel like something this year especially as well. You know, Rumble last year, it was really good. No fans, but we've got fans back this year. And I think the build-up to a normal Mania just made the whole thing just a little bit more fresh. How do you guys feel about that?
1: Yeah, no, I think like now sort of with everything going back full capacity, because yeah, I think, you know, for a while we only really had the mania with the fans. And so now Rumble, all the pops for any sort of surprises, like I'm really excited because, I mean, the last one with fans was 2020. And that was incredible, like just the atmosphere. And especially now that they have it in like all the like the the huge arenas to do it in. So, you know, it just adds that much more, I think, to the ambiance of the event.
2: Yeah, I'm with Marlon 100%. Like the the crowd, it just makes the Rumble special because the count—you'll hear the countdown. It's not piped-in countdown like we heard last year. It's just everything's back to normal. I'm excited for the surprises. Like it's it's the best time of year. Rumble than Super Bowl. Like what's what's better than that? Dude,
0: seriously. I mean, especially now that gambling's legalized, I you know. We delve into that area slightly, <laughs> to, to say the least. <laughs> so it's a good, it's a good, it's a good area for uh, people that's to gonna, delve into. That's like gonna pull
2: draft, I'm definitely going to pull up Draft Kings and see who the favorites are.
0: That's
1: not actually. Yeah, I have the betting odds here.
2: <laughs> oh, you got them already?
1: Uh, I think yeah, I had it because uh, I looked at an article and it was on Bet Online. So I was just like, oh, I feel like this might come in handy for <laughs> this episode.
2: That's amazing.
0: Does something like that like, like um, a really weird I say weird. I guess it is weird for a wrestling promotion to have kind of like a gambling um, partner. But they do have the thing with DraftKings, don't they, where they can kind of like bet on certain scenarios in the matches and stuff? oh they have odds I think all the... I
2: saw. Oh go ahead, Marlon, my oh, right, Go ahead, Marlon, my vote. Oh yeah. I know I was gonna say I think I saw like DraftKings
1: had like the fantasy sort of thing to win money where you sort of like draft a team I, I i didn't see the uh the betting odds for the the rumble specifically um I, i'd have to look but yeah i uh, wasn't sure but i did see sort of like they definitely were partnering with FanDuel on like a sort of almost like a daily fantasy type deal for the rumble
0: that'd be really interesting to see how that actually works yeah like how you build like a you know a really good built 11 for well not even 11 like a really good built team for for draft like scenario and how the points are total up so yeah, I might have to look into that in the future just to see how the mechanics of it works it seems quite fascinating obviously we've got the big benefit this year of the pay-per-view being on a Saturday as opposed to a Sunday I mean for me as someone who's going to be watching it at 1am and being up to like 6am watching the whole thing it's nice to know that I haven't got to take a Monday off work to actually enjoy the entire event Joe how are you feeling about that as well with it being a Saturday pay-per-view and a lot of them being Saturday for this year as well I actually
2: like it a lot. Like now, I know I can like watch the whole thing and realize I'm not having to get up at 6 a.m. to go to drive the work. I like it, and plus, they knew better this year with the extra week in the NFL season that if they tried to put the Rumble smack dab during one of the championship games, that they'd get they'd get smoked. Like you're not gonna outbeat the NFL during the playoffs. So I like it. I feel like they should have done this a long time ago. I think. The major, the major force should always be on a Saturday. I just think it's like that big of an event. It should just Saturday is perfect for it.
0: Completely agree, Marlon. You sent, share the same sentiment?
1: Yeah, definitely. And yeah, uh, Chef's point about just yet. Yeah, I think the fact with the extra week of the NFL season being added and, and just scheduling wise, like like they had to put it on a Saturday. And yeah, you know, it's dope because then you can like go out afterward. I mean, I'm even half debating going to a bar to watch. And, you know, get drunk there and then just, like, continue the rest of the night after the Rumble, you know, because <laughs> you don't have to work on Sunday, which is great.
2: Well, that's because your Sunday is going to be busy watching the Niners play. So I'm glad at least you'll be able to watch watch the Rumble and enjoy it and, you know, might not have to go through – in case if you go through a potential heartbreak.
1: Yeah, that's true. Something good this weekend will happen.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> at least you got something to root for. Some yeah, of our teams only just got – new GMs installed. So I mean, you know, the yin and yang. But um <laughs> I don't know why I don't know why. I think there's something really funny about obviously Marlon having the, the real high of the, the rumble. And then obviously know how he no know how he feels about Jimmy having to watch him on the Sundays is going to be quite a quite the experience to see.
2: Oh it's gonna be a, it's gonna to top tier weekend for all of us if we can just somebody get a camera on Marlon for Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah it's uh, yeah it should just <laughs> go on live and just it'll be me there just stone faced and then if Jimmy does something you know pff, you know who knows
2: I'm gonna try to be with Charlie and watch how he reacts to all of it because I know he's gonna be pissed too if Jimmy does something stupid <laughs> <laughs>
1: what you gonna do but <laughs>
0: <laughs> man the face as well if he doesn't have any any turnover and throw it a perfect game too that's gonna be quite something as well Let's, start, let's actually start off with the men's rumble match because I actually think it's really interesting because solely for the fact I have no idea who's going to win. No idea. I mean, last year we kind of had an inkling that the Edge was going to win. It's obviously from the year before and how things were building up. But for you guys, and, and Marlon, I'll start with you, have you got any kind of indication who you think will win or do you, you just kind of like operate on a blank slate where... I have no idea. Cool. Let's just see where this goes.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of leaning
0: there. I mean, I know that
1: I think Big E probably makes the most sense. So that's like maybe if there's somebody I'm picking, that would be him. But then also, I don't know, Like it might depend on what happens with the, the title match if it goes on before the Rumble. Right? Because if Bobby wins, then I feel like Brock coming in and sort of winning to set up a Roman match or even a Bobby rematch, you know, is a is a real possibility. And then if Big E were to win, that's interesting because then we don't even know which champion he decides to to challenge there. So it, you know, I think it makes it really interesting. And then I, as a dark horse, maybe if Bobby loses the title match, maybe he you know swoops in and then he gets the Brock WrestleMania match and maybe he'll finally go over. But yeah, it's I have no idea. Like it's you know, it could go in a you know variety of different directions.
0: I think there's something really interesting about whoever loses kind of their championship match on the evening coming into the rumble, wreaking absolute havoc, eliminating eight people and then getting their shot right there and there, because that's just really good long-term storytelling. So, Chef, I'll come to you as well. Kind of same question. Did you share the same sentiment as Marlon? That it's quite an open playing field from from years gone past.
2: Yeah, it is. uh, definitely more open than last year. Last year. I thought Edge, but remember, we, I actually look, went back and listened to when we talked last year. We all thought Dan- we all thought uh, Danielson was going to win it just because it was a swan song. But this year, Big E's my guy. So like, I hope like when he lost it, he lost clean. So I'm hoping like they do a redemption story so we can get that type of long term storytelling. Um, my dark horse, uh, not the t- any of the guys in the title match. If they lose, it's uh, Kevin Owens. I feel like his time's coming. I feel like put him versus like give him a program with Brock or something like him in payment promos would be awesome just going the back and forth that they've done even they've done before in Talking Smack so that's where I'm looking at if it's not Biggie, I hope it's Kevin Owens those would be my top two to
0: win it Kevin Owens is a really good shout I mean you look at the kind of the momentum he's getting in the past few weeks too all the stuff with Steph because I think if I remember rightly reading something a few weeks ago that was potentially meant to be one of the original programs where Seth was meant to win the belt at day one and it was to build to something towards a championship match for Mania so now I think Kevin Owens would be a really good shout Man, how do you feel about that?
1: Yeah agreed and then yeah because like there is a bit of intrigue too with the fact that Seth does have a title match I mean I you know I doubt that he dethrones Roman but you know there is some something there you know so Um, you know that could be a pretty decent shout and then a a random person I was thinking about too I mean I doubt it happens but I don't know might just make sense to you know be random would be like an AJ Styles as we're starting to sort of get towards the end of like his career a little bit Um, maybe you know he gets another big time title match at Wrestlemania
2: you want to talk about super long-term storytelling Jay Uso is my that would be another one it would all come full circle, where he actually the thrones Roman at Mania, or in some capacity, like that would be awesome to see as well. Just literally just hit my head when you were talking about
0: AJ.
1: Yeah, it'd be yeah incredible storytelling. Yeah, I think so too.
0: That's not a bad shout to be fair as well. Now thinking about it, because really <laughs> interesting the promo that Seth caught on um cut on Friday. When he was kind of mentioning about you know it was, shield, it was the shield him and marks holding him up and that's the exact same thing with with the utos as well so now that'd be oh chef you should be booking the entire thing man they just that. come on that's just really good stuff
2: hey i've been saying for the longest time give me give me the book you'll, you'll see greatness
0: <laughs> <laughs> speaking of book we'll check the sports book um Who's the actual favorite then to 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 go on and win it? And if you look through the actual odds, who would you say would be a real good kind of dark horse sleeper?
1: Okay, right. so I have them up now, courtesy of Bet Online. Uh, the two favorites are Brock and Big E at plus three fifty, followed by Roman at plus eight hundred, Drew McIntyre at Plus 900 and then AJ and Kevin Owens both at plus a
0: thousand might need to put, we might need to put a bit of money on plus 350 for big e that's pretty mm-hmm.
2: insane that they're putting Ro- Brock at 350 and Roman at 800 so they're trying to is Vegas trying to tell us that one of them is losing the title on Saturday like that that's, could be oh, you give me Brock at 350 I might I might put my mortgage on it because if he enters the yeah, world, yeah. he's, he's going to win it.
1: And then a couple of the random shouts are uh, <laughs> The Rock at plus 1,200 for some reason. Um, <laughs> Omos at 1,400. <laughs> and then uh, Lashley at 1,600. And Seth at plus 1,800.
2: That's actually not bad for Lashley. If he's in it, that's actually right. really good. That's a sprinkle bet right there.
0: The Seth one's mm-hmm. quite interesting if you get screwed out of the match.
2: It is. I agree. Because he just won recently, right? He won in because he won. 2019,
0: it's twenty nineteen, right? Yeah, he won twenty nineteen, but obviously there's the whole thing about him getting the the one up. Well, what was supposed to be the one on one match that then turned into a yeah. fatal five way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so like it, it could be. <laughs> it just it they generally just kept getting progressively worse week after week, and then okay, cool. Now you yeah, adding brought Lesnar into the match as well. So yeah, <laughs> I can only really imagine it's like, oh come on, what more do you want from me in this situation? Right. Um, no, I'm gonna say something a little bit, and I think we'd all collectively be very, very annoyed if this were to happen. But anyone potentially see Goldberg coming in and winning? God
2: damn it, crush. God damn it, Chris. I swear to God I I swear to God Chris if I see Goldberg enter the Royal Rumble I'm buying a ticket to England I'm going to fight you (laughs) for speaking that bullshit into existence just stay the fuck away Goldberg please
0: I still maintain the last time the Goldberg did win a a world championship a global epidemic started not one week later so
2: yeah he's the fault of COVID it was him it wasn't the bat it was him (laughs) all make sense maybe
1: that's how we reverse it we gotta you know we gotta have him lose the title match now you know like you have to, he has have to get the title and then be dethroned and then okay. covid will officially Fun. be done we need okay. the big e I goldberg rather. match also
2: i'd rather just keep i'd rather just keep covid if that's the case if that's the if that's the if that's the, <laughs> the way to get out of it let's see another goldberg title run just give me covid again i'm okay with it
0: <laughs> yeah one one more variant isn't that bad? Come on you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> yeah I don't need the, I don't need the Goldberg variant all right I'd be sick of my stomach.
0: Oh man, the Jackhammer variant um, <laughs> <laughs> I was just yeah, it was just a really odd thought that i had had earlier because I'm not too sure how much he's well, how many get much he's got left in his contract and obviously they were building towards him versus Roman for the previous year. Mm -hmm. So if they do want to kind of like just end, I say end the contract, kind of bring it to like a natural close, have that go on. That's something you could do in terms of having a blockbuster match if you couldn't schedule anything for for Roman. But at this point, I feel like there's so many options on the table that you might not consider it because there's just so many other really good strong opponents that you can have for Roman at this point.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, at this point, you don't need to bring in a guy like Goldberg. Let somebody who's up and coming, like, if they beat Roman, it's like they're getting the rub. It's like like beating Brock or, like, beating Cena. Like, Roman's that guy, like, on that level now. He's, like, obtained that level with this r- title run. The character, like, he hasn't, like, taken a pin since he's returned at the, like, the tail end of, like, the su- end of the summer in 2020. He has literally not pin- been pinned. Like, I would not waste that moment on a 75-year-old Bill Goldberg. I would much rather see Vince McMahon fight Roman than fucking Bill Goldberg.
1: Put money in that, I feel like.
0: I don't know. <laughs> Vince is also crazy enough that he would do it on two weeks' notice as well. So maybe um, put that one in the chamber. But obviously, we had some decent say some, we had some decent uh, returns last year. Obviously, we got Christian come back which was a real good surprise too. It's a shame that I didn't have fans for it, considering we've all been kind of chancing one last match for the better part of nearly 10 years now. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's quite a bit of a sad state of affairs. But obviously the one person we do have confirmed for the Rumble that we wouldn't afford is uh, Johnny Knoxville, which the whole I find the whole discord between him and Sami Zayn is just absolutely sensational. Um, and it speaks so highly of how Sammy's kind of, Fought out for the company that he just get these like big celebrities that he has to engage with and he does like a real good kind of like storyline back and forth and obviously he had that thing last year as well with um with Logan Paul so obviously celebrity appearances aside who do you see being like the real surprise entrance for, for the Rumble this year hmm.
2: That's
1: a good question um I haven't really thought too much about that one hmm.
2: Well, if we're going to go into the whole thing when they're talking about those rumors of like other companies, like, and I've stated this, Marlon knows how much I don't have, I don't feel how I feel about this guy. And I know it'll never happen, but if you want a true surprise with all these rumors, you bring, you bring the cuck master himself, CM Punk, uh, that would be it. Like, that's the one. Like that would it'll never happen, but with like all the rumors that they might bring like Jericho or something, like if you really want the surprise, which as much as I can't stand the guy, it would be crazy and it would be like the most one of the most talked about things ever in the business, if like he were to randomly show up in the rumble. Like in that that aspect that would be that would be kinda of dope.
1: Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Although I mean I doubt I mean just with all the all the stuff he's been saying and just the character just uh, but that yeah that would be like any sort of crossover would be would be cool I mean Jericho I guess doesn't necessarily count because that's just you know whatever but
2: (laughs) yeah, it's I've uh, seen
0: too much Chris Jericho less Chris Jericho please (laughs) Chris Jericho's kind of like Kanye and Julia Fox I I need less of that at the moment I'm seeing way too much Well, who's currently... How have
1: he injured? made her less attractive?
2: What, what, what... Yeah. I'm with you, Marlon. But what, uh, so what, what, what wrestlers are currently injured that could be on their way back? Like, that would be... Is there any big names that are...
1: So not a big name, but uh, Corey Graves recently got cleared to wrestle. I don't know if that means he'll pop in the rumble. That would be cool.
2: Um, Got a surprise entrance just came to my head. What if McAfee enters? Because I I I hope he's calling it. That would be so fucking awesome if Pat McAfee. Like kind of how like they did the one rumble where like uh the king went in, Booker went in, JBL went in. Like what if like they're calling all of a sudden, like Corey Graves goes in and then Pat McAfee goes in? Like that would be fucking sick.
0: I mean, we all wanted that from, from from Joe last year, didn't we?
2: Yeah, that that I was hoping for that. I remember we're talking about that. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be I
1: something. think it's like Pat can like kind of go, like you know, would it like he could probably <laughs> be in there for like a good ten minutes, like you know, he doesn't have to like just hop in and be done. Like, you know, he could,
2: yeah, you know,
1: hop a moonsault or something, you
2: know, <laughs> <laughs> somebody. Uh, it would just be so awesome. You know, he'd probably get eliminated quick, but he would love every minute of it, and then he would just talk about it on the show on that
0: Monday. <laughs> give, give Pat one decent elimination as well. That's all he will talk about for the, for the rest of the Rumble Mania, and we'd all enjoy it. We'd all love it.
2: Yeah, he's so good. So goddamn good. I'm excited <laughs> to listen to him call this M- M- Rumble match. I know they're going to let him do it, so I'm excited for it.
0: Same. It's been really good to kind of have his career. I mean, his charisma and everything he's brought. You hear Michael Cole talk about him. I mean, we we, we love him anyway, just for, just for the enthusiasm and stuff alone. But the mm-hmm. the incitement, the you know, the insight he brings, and just just a really cool edge to the commentary. It's it's just a nice breath breath of fresh air.
2: Yeah, man, it really is. Like he just gets it. The guys, just a natural. He's literally a natural. At everything he did. Guy was never a wrestler, comes in NXT and it was the best promo when he was cutting, when he had that feud with Adam Cole. He's the best guy on the mic. It's just like he's a natural. So I'm excited for it.
1: And he like pushes the line a little bit. Like I just, I still will never forget the, the Shayna Baszler highlight tape. And I think it was Eva Marie and Nia Jax were in it. And she like was breaking their arms. And he was like, oh, the uh, good old Future Endeavors kick.
2: I remember
0: that. Oh, Pat's a maniac. I love it. God bless him. God bless you, Pat. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think the men's run ball, it's just so open to interpretation. There's so much that can happen that it's just, it's, it's really, really is much watch wrestling. Let's move on to the women's side as well. So this is where I think it gets a little bit, not less interesting, but I only think there's kind of like three ways that this could potentially go from uh, from a winner's point of view. It's so blatantly obvious that Charlotte could potentially win it just to handpick her opponent and you structure something from that point of view. And then the other two people that I generally think of win it is back to back for Bianca or give it to Rhea Ripley um, to kind of run the ball with. But from the women's side it's it's more interesting from the surprise entrance point of view more than anything because there's been so many people kind of on the shelf and awaiting new day de- what i say re-debuts so that's where it gets more interesting for me what what do you guys think about that Marlon? i'll start with you
1: yeah although i feel like they did like a an eh job of like just revealing like a bunch of like the the women legends that we're gonna be in that probably could have been cool surprises you know not to say i'm the biggest fan of like the bellas or you know kelly kelly or you know whoever but like you know you don't you know didn't need to announce all of them like you know could have let them, I guess, be some sort of surprise. But yeah, I mean, I feel like maybe we get one or two people from NXT too. And then, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of like who's been on the shelf. Other, you know, besides Bailey, obviously that like could make a a nice return, but I'm not sure.
2: There's one and I hope it happens. It's it's Ronda. They've been talking about it. It's been almost three years. She's had her kid. To me, it's, I don't know if they're ready to go first back-to-back winner just yet. Uh, I'd be cool to see it. I love Bianca. I think she's awesome. I think it's going to go Bailey or, uh, I think it's Bailey or Ron. I think, a surprise, I think whoever returns, like the big surprise entrant is probably going to win it. If they don't go that route, then I'd probably go uh, Rhea, like you said, Marlon, Rhea or Bianca.
0: There's one of the surprise entrants as well who hasn't been on for a while, and that's Oscar. Forgot oh, about her.
2: You, you're the man, crush
1: Yeah, that's that would be a, a fun entrant. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't think she she'll be the first two time winner, but definitely, I feel like I could see her come back and like uh you know, have a really strong showing. I'm uh, still holding out for uh, a Sasha return, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> same. Did they say how she hurt her wrist? Was it in a house show? So I think it was a it was her ankle, and it was it? Oh, it was her ankle? It was, yeah, it was in a house show against Charlotte, I think. Um they said yeah. I think yeah, this was fair. like two this this was like two weeks ago and they said it was like six weeks, so she might be back. It could be a bit of a work to kind of have her in there, but I think Sasha win the rub will be pretty good too.
2: Yeah, it would be cool to have her back, but I just I don't think they're gonna risk it if it's that if it's like a high ankle sprain or something. Which sucks, because she would be, as always, she's like an awesome iron woman. We know Marlon would just like rip off whatever shorty he has and have some Sasha Banks tea on at the bar, <laughs> rooting for. Her. But I don't think it's I don't think it's gonna happen this year, pal. Maybe next year. It'll be
1: Boston yeah, again. Waiting on. Yeah, soon. I know. I'm you know looking at the watch, hoping.
2: <laughs> I'm actually surprised. There's no like. Uh, fathead on the back of Marlon's wall just Sasha Banks
1: (laughs) it's on the other wall
2: oh okay it's on the the, the camera side I got you it's on the TV side I got you (laughs) I
0: think think it's dead interesting what you could do with with a uh, with a mania match for Sasha because I think one match that would really work really well is you bring Trish back Mm -hmm. Sasha v Trish would be an awesome match and again for Bailey as well if you want to do a legends matchup Bailey versus Lita. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, those both awesome. Money. I'm with you. I'm with you a thousand percent on that one, Crush. Like that. Would, those would be too awesome actually. Because I think Lita's in the Rumble, right?
0: Yeah. It, so that was, I guess, what kind of Marlon was alluding to earlier on as well. Kind of like ruining the prize of people kind of coming back. And right. I think in this instance, I thought it was actually pretty good to kind of say, okay, Lita, I'm entering the Rumble. And I kind of feel like I got one last run in me. But like that was kind of a cool moment to kind of say, okay, cool, we might get actually more out of this person. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, kind of having the Mickey James thing, where you announce it that she's going to be entering, as opposed to kind of having it as a bit of a surprise entrance, that kind of ruined the aesthetic for me. Yeah, no,
2: I'm with you. It's certain ones, like, because, like, I feel like when it comes to, like, the Women's Rumbles, like, certain people, it's always been... Like, how many times can you surprise entrants like Trish or Lita? Like, they're, like, the two best – they're, like, the two best women in that – of their generation. So it's kind of hard sometimes. So I'm okay with them, like, announcing that. But, like, I agree with, like, the Mickey James thing. Like, she just got let go. It actually kind of cool. just, like, hmm. oh, okay, there she is. And she comes out with, like, her Impact title. That would be, like, kind of cool. It would be kind of cool to say. Like, add as a surprise instead of being announced. Yeah,
1: although I guess for, like, her, I guess it might have made sense just because, I mean, she just, like, cut that promo, right, on Impact where she was talking about how she was going to win the Rumble and then, like, how was it have a title match, like, at Mania for the Impact Women's Championship. So, like, I guess I could see why, like, if that's, you know, if she has to cut that promo then because then she's obviously not going to win and she wouldn't get, like, the chance to cut that promo after
0: the fact. Good promo, sir. That's what we said. I haven't
2: um, watched it yet, I'll take a, I'll take a listen to it.
0: Yeah, it was good. I'll link it to you in a bit. Um, anyone else you could see being a surprise entrant for this? I've been kind of racking my brain around it, but I couldn't think of anyone anyone decent. And obviously, the whole thing about the forbidden door being open and whatnot. So I couldn't really think of anyone that would kind of have that big wow factor. Hmm.
1: Not that I know of. I mean, the only thing, maybe a, a semi-surprise. That wouldn't even be that big of a surprise. Maybe if you know Beth pulls double duty, but um, other than that, I don't. I don't
2: know. Yeah, I'm with Marlon. I don't know. It's like a, there was like a lot of women that just like got released. Like apparently they asked the Iconics and they said no. I was like, and like I said to Marlon earlier, I was like, it's too soon. Like I wouldn't just bring them back right away. Like maybe 2023. Would be a cool time for them to like surprise mm. if they like wanted to do it. It's like you can't just ask Nia Jax to come back. She just got released. It's like at that point, like you have to like try to start, like, who can you bring back? What are they going to do ask like, uh, like Alondra Blaze, is she going to come back or some shit like that? Like you're going to you're gonna have to go into your bag. Stacy yeah. Keeper season, maybe. Yeah.
0: I want to know who these people are that are clamoring for a Nia Jax return those are the true (laughs) people we need to be worried about in this this society
2: (laughs) God, I hope they're not real well me and Marlon probably know one person that probably would would like that (laughs) good old Gerald (laughs) (laughs) our buddy's big Nia Jax fan oh wow I don't think it's for her wrestling
0: fair enough (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: fair enough i'm not here to shame anyone um marlon have you got the odds let's have a look at the quick odds
1: that 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 i do so uh bianca's the favorite as of now i mean these things change but either way bianca's a favorite at 300 plus 300 ronda is next at plus 450 uh alexa plus 600 bailey plus 700 Rhea plus eight hundred, then Charlotte at plus twelve hundred, Sasha at, and then Raquel Gonzalez both are at plus fourteen hundred.
2: I didn't even think about Raquel. And
1: then, mm. Yeah, there's actually a name on here that would have served for the the whole surprise return. Uh, Paige is here at plus sixteen hundred.
2: Is she like? Is she cleared?
1: I don't know. Good question.
2: I don't know, because they took one kick from Sasha in the back to make her neck, like, for her neck to, like, fall out of its, like, out of place. Like, sure we want, yeah. Sure. I don't know about that. Maybe. Yeah. It'd be cool to see. It'd be I if see. I
1: can come back, I mean.
2: Well, another surprise I would love to see. I know we won't see. Because her husband would be AJ Lee. That would be sweet to see. That would be dope to see. But it's obvious. Obviously it's <laughs> not
1: yeah, that would pop like crazy.
2: Yeah, you just hear you hear her music go. It would be cool to see. Stupid Definitely, uh, I miss her. Stupid ass relationships.
0: <laughs> it's why you don't let your love life interfere with your work life. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of thinking <sighs> that Charlotte Brock bet isn't actually the worst one when you combine the odds together. Might have to look into that. We'll look into that after the pod.
2: I love Paleo <laughs> plus 700. Look, yeah. I love that. I would absolutely hammer that. Sprinkle a Just, little on Rhonda in case you know, she actually shows up.
0: There's good money to be made here. And I feel like we're the people to make it. We're the people to make it or lose a lot of money in the process doing it. So, you know, little calm, a little be.
1: <laughs> Luckily, they limit, I think wrestling
0: bets. <laughs> what was it? 25 or $50? I'm sorry, yeah, did I I do remember, Yeah, I remember doing one a while ago. I was like, okay, cool. I put 50 on this and he was like, nope, max bet 20 I was like, okay. <laughs> like you're, saving, you're
2: saving me money. I appreciate
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are, in a way, these, these are pre-work results. So, no, that's understandable. Um, <laughs> so Let's move on to some of the actual matches for the evening as well. So, let's start off with the WWE Championship. And this is, the um, I think this is probably going to be the best match of the evening um, from just a pure, pure wow spectacle point of view. And it is Cowboy Brock Lesnar, the, possibly the greatest version of Brock Lesnar after Mexican Brock Lesnar, um, as I was reminded earlier on, okay. um, with Paul Heyman versus Bobby Lashley with MVP. And, you know, talk about it's, it's kind of crazy. It's been three years since the big, big E, two big men. With big chests, bumping me promo. This is literally the epiphany the epicity of that promo. How hyped are you guys for this match? Marlon, I'll start with you.
1: Yeah, you know. Bumping me. Like that's <laughs> you know, as Biggie said, you know, people want their flips and their five star matches and their work rate. Nah, just yeah, two hosses is going at it. And it's interesting because yeah, like Brock doesn't usually have many matches where, you know, the other person is, like, as physically imposing, if not more so, than he is. So I am amped for this one. Uh, yeah, like, I just, it could go either way, and I'm just, finally, like, we've been waiting on this, and I kind of wish it was at Mania, but we've been waiting on this one.
0: God, I've been waiting on this for a while, and I like how they've kind of, like, positioned it as two prize fighters going up against it as well, considering, obviously, the both of their MMA background. Chef, how are you feeling about this match? Do you feel well, like... I'll
2: let I'll let, I'll let big e tell it tell it for me. If you guys can hear it. Xavier <laughs> he? <laughs> 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 <the chest>. Xavier's <laughs> laugh every time. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. This match is gonna be fucking awesome. I used to not be high on Bobby Lashley. I think once he did the hurt business and they actually let him do his thing. I think he like got confidence in his mic work and he's mm-hmm. been just dropping gems after gems and MVP is perfect for him. I just love MVP as, a, as like the guy with him. This match gonna be awesome. These two guys are gonna beat the shit out of each other. Like they're both national champion wrestlers. You got, I mean, Brock Lesnar went from Bushido Brock to Cowboy Brock, like, I mean, Brock Lesnar was like probably like top five ever just off his looks alone. Like you got Brock, we went from Mex, like you said, Mexican Brock, which I have a gif of, which is like still one of my favorite gifts ever with him dancing <laughs> with the cowboy hat on, with the mariachi hat on. Uh, Brock party, I mean, the Brock party was just legendary. Now, 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 the now, the now overalls Brock, like he's in South Dakota, uh, fucking milking cows. Like, I can't wait for this, and I agree with you a thousand percent, Chris. This is going to be the best match. The rumbles included of the night. This match is going to be just like 10 to 12 minutes of them beating the shit out of each other. And I'm just beyond excited for it.
0: <laughs> and I'm really glad that when just Brock did took off
1: that, when he took off the cowboy hat and his ponytail was braided, I'm like, yo, this
2: is. It's <laughs> <laughs> the greatest of all time. Him and Cena, he's out there with Cena, greatest of all time after I saw
0: that. Giving Brock like the mic and letting him cut his own promos, who knew? After all this time, who knew? Because we all knew it was there like from when he initially came back that he has the charisma and the spark to kind of do this stuff. But, man, just to see him as, as this kind of really charismatic baby face, it's just, it's just awesome to see.
2: Yeah, you wouldn't really think after all these years that this is the best version of Brock because of that heel run he had from, like, 2014 to 2016. Like, But this is the best version I think I've ever seen of Brock. And it just, like, and it speaks so volumes of, like, how he gets the business and just, like, how good he truly is. Like, we didn't realize what we missed when we didn't have him for eight years.
1: Yeah, and then just, like, I'm almost like, wow, maybe he should have been cutting promos for longer, right? Because, like, now we're just sort of – getting this, like, comedic side of Brock and, like, just his delivery and, like, his facial expression. Like, man, it's hilarious. Like, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, man. Who, who knew that there was this charismatic Brock Lesnar just, like, trapped behind the uh, the, the, the rugged heel exterior that we had for, for that period of time, man? It's it's, it's <laughs> just great to see. And I couldn't agree more on the, on the Bobby Lashley piece as well that the chef said earlier on. We're not that far removed from Leo Rush shouting Lashley, Lashley, Lashley. That's going to be me. (laughs) (laughs) Lashley,
1: Um, Lashley.
2: (laughs) I mean, God, he went from that, then he went to the shit with Lana that, like, that almost, like, killed him. Like, MVP, like, literally, like, literally saved them. Like, them getting, them just being booked together like saved and turned literally turned Bobby Lashley into what everybody thought he was what he never could never get which is the guy like the main event guy like uh, he is a main event guy like and it's just awesome to see
1: yeah where to the Dr. Umar for uh, him getting out of that Lana situation <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was just, I was waiting for Marlon to just like or one of you guys just to like Post like them two at the hotel, and you just look at the bottom left corner, and it just says blacked.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was bordering on, on that uh, on that kind of territory. To be fair, that uh, that entire um
2: yeah, that entire angle was fucking weird.
0: <laughs> it was an odd odd angle, and then Liv came back and was like in some like quasi lesbian relationship with yeah. um, Lana at the same time. Yeah, that whole thing was weird. Looking back at it, um. But it was good to see a character come, kind of come back out of that. Um, I'm not going to ask for a prediction. I'm asking you for a spoiler. There we go. I had to plug a Paul Heyman one in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, what are you guys thinking is going to happen when the bell rings on this match?
1: Mm. Uh, like, I, I, I'm like, I'm leaning towards it not happening, but like, I feel like I don't know. You might. I feel like you got to pull the trigger. Uh, on Lashley here like he finally gets this match like like this this is the one I think like he needs to win and then you know I don't think he needs to necessarily have a long reign after this but I feel like this was like the match that you know Bobby was built up for
2: yeah I'm just not ready I I like champion world champion Brock I'm like in the minority like everybody complains oh he's this he's that I love Brock as a champ like he's just He's the guy. Like, I just love it. This match is going to go like Biggie. It's going to be Biggie's wet dream because those guys are (laughs) going to bump me. They're going to slap chest. It's going to be German suplex. And then, you know, Bobby's going to belly to belly suplex him. There's going to be spears. And what's going to be interesting to see is when they do the hurt lock spot again. Because if you remember at day one, Bobby Brock couldn't break it. And if it wasn't for, I think it was Seth that hit Bobby, he had he had Brock on a knee. So it's gonna be interesting to see like how that little port part plays into this match as well. If Bobby can lock it in. Like, does Brock get to the ropes or like how does Brock get free? Or like Marlon said, do they pull the trigger, and put it back on Bobby and make Bobby the made man?
0: Right, this is where, feel Gold, like this is where Goldberg two. comes in and uh, breaks up the I think. Uh,
1: yeah, gonna, <laughs> yeah exactly, because he wants to kill – he need, still needs to kill Bobby Lashley. I mean, he did win that match, but he did hey, say he was going to murder long-term,
0: him. Long-term storytelling. I'm just going to jump
2: off Charlie's three-story yeah. balcony. Just, like, head <laughs> Like, can't do it.
0: I can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: also feel like um, in the build-up, though, Brock's been sort of, like, I don't know if it's fine games or he's been overlooking Bobby a little bit, which is why I feel like sort of like, you know, he might, you know, in a page sense, be sort of like, you know, right for the picking there. If, you know, he's going to continue to overlook Bobby as like the Brock wannabe and all that stuff. Like, you know, he hasn't really paid him much mind.
0: It's going to be an interesting match, that's for sure. I, I really can't wait for this. Bit, I've been quietly high for, the, for a while. Um, I'm eagerly waiting on the, on the movement graphic as well, which I'm really glad they brought back, by the way. Uh, in the past, kind of few months, honestly, the old school feel, but with that, that new school touch. So, yeah, definitely going to be strong contention for, strong contender for match of the night there. Um, let's move on to the Royal Women's Championship match. This is a bit of a formality, um, in, in all honesty. There's, I don't see the title changing hands whatsoever, barring something absolutely catastrophic going wrong. Um, Becky defended against Dewdrop Drop. I don't know why they changed their name to that you know being Piper and Evan, changing it to do drop. it seems just really weird and odd thing to do um, how do you see this match
1: play yeah I guess the the name changes though. I guess the WWE does it for licensing reasons I'm assuming right like I guess that's why they did you know the thing with Walter and whatever because I guess they could own the rights to the name I, I don't know but yeah, I feel like you yeah, are with that sometimes. I
0: think it might be. Yeah, I think you're right, to be fair, Marlon. I think, yeah, especially when it's like kind of coming from an indie background. It's one of the things where, you know, you kind of have, you've built ownership and built a cachet for that for, for throughout the years that, you know, if you do want to go back to that scene, you can kind of hold that same weight with it too. So no, that does make sense.
2: Yeah, uh, I don't, I don't get the name. Like, I thought it was, like, the name Dude Drop was, like, a wait thing until I literally just looked up, like, what the main name meant. It was, the name's just, like, another way of call? I guess, another way of calling somebody, like, bi. So I definitely don't understand the meaning behind the name besides that they're literally just, like, Michael Hayes is probably drunk and pulled, like, a dart out of his fanny pack and some shit threw it up against the wall. And, like, they came up with that fucking name. She's really good, I agree. It's like what I said off the camera, it's just, like, It sucks because this is literally all but a formality. Like Mm. it's like Becky's going to win, but what does Dewdrop get? Does she is she gonna get her stuff in? Is it gonna be a squash? Like, is she gonna lose clean? Is Becky gonna have to like barely win? It's a lot I don't know. Like, I'm not really looking forward to it because like when the writing's on the wall, it's not really as interesting to me. So
1: I'm on like the other side of that token. Maybe I'm a, I'm an optimist here, maybe a hopeless one, but I mean, like, it, you know I mean? Cause I guess with the Liv feud, you know, we knew where that was going, but like, you know, they're trying to build her up and you know, they gave her good showings and I feel like Do drop, I mean, just maybe based off size, like probably isn't going to get squashed. Like that just, I don't know. Like, and I'm curious. Cause like, is Becky going to get her up for the, the manhandle slam? Like who knows? Right. I mean, I feel like this is just another one she squeaks out because I feel like she's been making a habit of it and just sort of winning by her uh, sort of like veteran gamesmanship and just, you know, eking out wins wherever she needs to. You know, until she I'm assuming ultimately drops to the WrestleMania. But I mean, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, they just let do drop, get some stuff in and just show out. Cause I feel like she hasn't had much of a, a chance to do that, maybe besides, uh, you know, some of the Bianca matches here and there.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point, because you wouldn't think that she could go, considering some of the matches we've seen her in, kind of, during the years so far, but those Bianca matches, you can really see that, you know, both of them can kind of go kind of, so with each other quite, quite easily um, and put on a decent contest. But, but yeah, it is, it is a bit annoying. This is going to be a bit of a formality. Just, I think it'll be one of those ones where Becky kind of squeaks it out, because that seems to be the pattern. It's either, um, well, bar the Survivor Series match, which was, which was really good. Um it's kind of followed that same pattern and they're following it up with the uh whatever happens at, at Mania too, but I think it's really, I think I remember reading something a few weeks ago that they're going to do an Elimination Chamber Um so that's going to be the next pay-per-view after this so that's going to be really interesting to see what they do from the women's point of view from there also I think it's really in Saudi Arabia as well, that seems kind of like a bit morbid, to be fair. Um,
2: I mean, they have a different meaning of elimination chamber out there, but that's another, that's another that's another topic for another day. <laughs> Wait, you
0: can do that in public? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs>
2: probably. Uh, I mean, if you're if you're from if you're from Yemen, you probably could stone him out. You could probably do that out there. Uh, <laughs>
1: for, for you know for that, I hope Sami Zayn, you know, being Syrian, isn't in one of the elimination chamber matches because. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It, you, oh, yeah, well, yeah, because then you see the crown prince going like he's Joaquin Phoenix and Gladiator. Just the same
0: <laughs> Yeah, we need to protect Sabi at all costs. <laughs>
2: yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> but yeah, um, pretty much, much a formality match, to be fair. Um, we all know how it's going to end, but hopefully it kind of plays itself out to be a, a bit of a decent match. It's a bit of a weird card as because well, they've only obviously announced the four matches so far, so not too sure, what they're doing, if they're doing anything kind of preliminary, uh, tag team wise, um, or if there's another kind of singles match to be added to the card as well in, in the meantime, or if they kind of just want to keep it short and sweet, in you know, all honesty. Um, obviously, the other match that they have announced, um, I think the build up's been fairly decent as well, to be fair. Um, obviously, mixed tag team match, you've got the Miz and Maurice. Uh, the Miz, the greatest WWE wrestler of all time, has won both in the ring and at life, um, going up against game. the Hall of Famer. One of our personal favorites, Edge and his wife Beth Phoenix. Actually, I actually think this has been handled really well. Um, I feel like the writing was on the wall for this match, well, possibly not this match to happen, but kind of Beth's comeback. Obviously, when it was announced she was going to leave NXT, it was like the most obvious thing ever because you could see her week on week getting a bit more, bit, bit more in ring shape, even even though she was wearing like you know leather jackets, um, to NXT and whatnot. So, I'm really, I'm, I'm quite glad this is happening because you know they look like they can still both go. Um, uh, the segment they had on Roy yesterday where they kind of basically did a 3D to, to one of the security guards looked, a, <laughs> looked quite good. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quietly optimistic that this will be a real real good match. How are you guys feeling about it? Chef, I'll start with you.
2: Oh, this is going to be great. Uh, I got the It couple winning because, like you, I miss Stan. Always have been. Maurice is just awesome. Like, their characters are so great. It reminds me, this is doing... I think they're doing this. They're like using the same formula, like how they did this with like when they went against John Cena and Nikki Bella. Yeah, I think this is, I think they're doing a much better job, and they're not like over pushing like the the mocking of them. Uh, I thought the Maurice being terrified of Beth and just like walking out on the Miz when he was saying like we'll do this, and he turns around to be like <laughs> oh, shit. I that's just I think that's just great. thats is
0: that, is that that is the pinnacle of chicken shit heel work, by the yeah. way. It was just so
2: well done. And I think they're gonna sneak out. I think they're gonna sneak out a win. I think I think this is where you see like somebody from their past like make a quick like entrance or something, and you see the heels pull the wind to continue the story. I can't see the story continuing further if Edge and Beth went. I feel like Miz and Maurice have to win because I want the story to continue. So if they want to continue it, they have to win.
1: I'm on uh I guess I'm a, I'm on the other side of that. I mean I, I am definitely going to be rooting for the it couple and I'm maybe hoping for like a, a funny finish where like I don't know, Miz somehow like gets a skull crushing finale on Beth just for like the shock value of sort of that being the ending. But um Yeah, I feel like that, you know, it it makes the most sense for uh, the couple to win. But I just feel like just with Edge and and Beth looking so dominant and like they're probably, you know, they're pulling off the heart attack, 3D. uh, I think just ultimately they're going to, you know, end up winning. Like, I mean, because I thought the Miz was going to eke out the win against Edge originally with like Maurice kind of screwing him. And then that's when Beth would come in. But then they ultimately gave Edge the win, I feel like it's going to follow, like, a similar path here and that ultimately the crit couple wins. Although, again, yep, we're all Miz stands and I'm 100% rooting for him to win in anything he ever does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if there's one thing you will quickly learn about us, guys, it is that we are big, huge. We are huge Miz marks.
2: Uh, But real quick before we move to the next match, remember when you were saying, like, if Miz hits the skull-crushing finale on Beth, I remember it goes back to, like, I saw a snippet of, like, a Baron Corbin interview. Where he said when he hit the end of days on Becky, and let me tell you something, I was in Philadelphia live at the that Extreme Rules when he did that. It was and so he said he got death threats, and I believe it. The crowd went nuts, like it was one of the loudest reactions like live I've ever heard. So like to see that moment, like something like that, that would be that'd be kind of crazy to see if they would pull that on like the big state, like a big pay per view. It'd be definitely a wow moment because it rarely happens. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. And I think like Beth is like the perfect one to take it, I because she's already sort of done stuff with like being in the men's rumble once or twice, and like she's you know pretty pretty built and jacked. So I feel (laughs) like you know it's not like she's like a slender frame woman there. So I feel like you know I guess the optics don't look as bad. I guess from like a like you know a potential overreaction from I don't know media or whatever it may be. And plus you know at the end of the day it is. You know, scripted entertainment.
0: <laughs> <Damn it>.
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, Edge has completely. to be in
0: shape in that relationship. Completely agree. <laughs> it's a weird <laughs> one as well because obviously, I think if they end this program now, I'm not too sure what match they work in for for Edge for Mania. I have
2: no idea. It would at that point. There's only one person. Give him I, uh, I wouldn't even do that. I think there's one person I can think of, which makes sense to me because he his hero and there he's also Canadian, it would be Kevin Owens. That would be the one I would do. Heel but ba- heel baby, it's right there. He looked up to him like growing up like he did Owen Hart. It's right there, but I just want I want Edge and Miz to continue to go because they're so good on the mic against one another. Oh I, just, this I don't is want to stop you know talk forever at that point instead so of fight forever.
0: <laughs> the match could just be one big promo.
2: So, so, yeah, just, like, take my money, please.
0: (laughs) Well, Maybe Edge can go against Bad Bunny. That'd be pretty good.
2: That'd be awesome. We need more Bad Bunny. Yeah, bring him back. We need more Bad Bunny. We need more Bad Bunny. We (laughs) we, we We need that. Put put the title on him. I don't even care how we do it. Just do it. But let Bad Bunny beat Roman Reigns, all right, at this point. Right. Unfortunately,
1: (laughs) I feel like he's on that tour, I guess, as WrestleMania (sighs) is shaping up. But then I saw WWE did put the promo up for his second tour this year because he's doing, I guess, uh, this winter tour, and then he's doing a stadium summer tour, and the WWE was advertising it. So <laughs> I feel like he's got to come back at some point,
0: though. They showed it earlier on socials when he did the Canadian Destroyer on Morrison. Oh.
2: Yeah. So awesome. So fucking awesome.
0: Bro. Oh, he was so good. Oh, man. Yeah. It's just great when you see that like kind of... He just had that respect for the business kind of like grained in him and you saw how much work he did not put the effort and time and effort he put into it and it just really shone through. And yeah, hopefully we get someone
2: quite... That's why I don't hate celebrity matches, man. Like when they actually take it serious, like Lawrence Taylor took it serious against Bam Bam. Like they fucking main evented a mania. Like a fucking celebrity main evented a mania. He took it seriously. It wasn't
0: actually a half bad match. Are we sure that main evented a mania or did cocaine have? Him- Main event that mania. <laughs> it was
2: it was it was, a, it was a handicap match. It was Lawrence Taylor in about seven lines versus Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: but there weren't too many young girls in attendance there.
2: Oh jeez.
0: Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fucking uh. Well, Floyd Maywe- Floyd Mayweather was another celebrity that took it very seriously, and he put on a very entertaining match with the Big Show. So it's like stuff like that. If like they bring more and bad bunnies up there as well. So like I'm okay with celebrities if like the celebrities like take it seriously. Like Knoxville, Knoxville's a goof, but I think because his art is basically destroying his own body, he's gonna take this serious. And when he does get eliminated, it's going to be top-tier entertainment.
0: So what do you think so I was thinking about this the other day? So the bump he's gonna take is gonna be unbelievable because he's an insane person. Um I don't even. I'm trying to figure what kind of bump he could actually take. It's a table bump for sure.
2: It's the only one. It's the only thing that makes sense. Just because it's the rumble, put a table out there. The question is, is what the fuck do they put on the table? Do they put tax on? Them? Does Does he go for tax? Does he go for? Does he go to light the bitch on fire? He's a psychopath. Remember, he's a he's a he's a psychopath doing his fourth jackass movie for some reason at like his big old age of like fifty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we'll still watch it because oh absolutely I'll,
2: I'm go- I'll see that bitch in the theater I don't care the movie's gonna be <laughs> those guys are gonna kill themselves and I appreciate them for it
0: or for the love of
2: as well yeah, he has to do something crazy I just it has to be I just assume he's getting put through a table and it's just like who's gonna be the one doing it and how bad he seems like the guy that'd be like put Canadian destroy me through a table I have no training, but do that to me.
0: <laughs> Could be Sammy who does it, gets his revenge. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I hope so. That'd be really good. <laughs> I'm I'm absolutely all the way here for that. Um, and of course, we come to... I doubt this will be like the... It, it's the main event in terms of the matches, but obviously we all know that the, the men's rubble obviously usually finishes off the, the entire event. Boy... <laughs> This has been this has been a long time in the making. Considering things, uh, we got the, we got the brief preview, at money in the bank last year, a little bit of a lead up to that as well uh, for SummerSlam. It's the two brothers going against each other. It's the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns against Seth freaking Rollins. I am really high for this. It's been a while since we got right, one-on-one. Okay, one on one Seth Roman match. <laughs> I think this is going to be. We both know these guys can work. We both know how a match like this goes, and how script and and how work they will, to, how well they work together. Sorry, in tell it's early in the morning. Um, <laughs> I know I, I'm seriously high for this because I fully expect Roman to retain, but my I know Seth's going to give him a, a very good run for his money. Yeah,
1: agreed. Um I actually yeah, cuz like that money in the bank match um where Seth won Queen, I feel like that was the first inkling we really got of like what a heelish Roman would look like cuz he was bullying Seth that whole match and I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, cuz he was calling him little brother and he was just tossing him all over the place and you know talking mad shit and I was like, "Oh, like this is pretty cool. Like maybe they should like follow up on this sort of type of Roman and it was sort of just like the little bit that we saw before, you know, he eventually became the tribal chief. And then, yeah, like you said, they work so well together and it's not fresh just because it's been so long since they've like interacted with each other. And then I think Seth is interesting because it's like, I don't know, on SmackDown, he's basically a face right now. And I guess Kevin Owens sort of in the same vein just by association. And then Raw kind of like a heel still, I guess, like, like the alignments are, are, you know, are interesting here, and then I'm curious as to sort of like what happens afterward. Like, are they still face ish? Like, what what goes on?
0: I mean, that's where just these best work as well, Seth. When he's kind of in that that mid zone where you can kind of like on a flip of the switch, turn him heal or baby. But no, it's it's definitely gonna be a real good uh, a real good match for sure. I, I'm really I think I missed a trick in the pro about not bringing up the suffering sucker sash line. Thanks. <laughs> 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 I'm really surprised that uh, Seth's not brought that up at, at some point when they've been kind of doing the back and forth. But obviously, they won. Seth uh, and Kevin Owens won last week, so there'll be no USOs at ringside to interfere. We're gonna get a clean one v one contest. Chef, what are you expecting from 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 this from this match?
2: Oh, an an absolute banger! Like the stories there, like Seth Seth owens Roman. Like Roman's been on one of the greatest runs ever. He's beaten everybody. He's never beaten Seth one on one. So it's gonna be interesting to see how they do this. Does he win clean? Does one of the Usos come out and like screw Seth over? Just like because like it's that good of a it's that good of a run. This match gonna be just awesome. Like my question is is how does he finish him? Because I think Roman's going to win. I don't think Roman loses till Mania. I don't think they're going to pull the trigger on Ro- on Roman losing just yet. Even for a surprise factor, it just doesn't make sense. He's be- It's better off having somebody get the big rub at Mania, whomever it is. But my question is, does, does Roman choke him out? Or does Roman get the clean pin? Because Roman's been having bangers at the Rumble last what last year with this last i literally just watched it in prepping for this last week that last man standing match with kevin owens up until they paul Heyman fucked up with the key that match was fucking brutal to watch it reminded me of john cena and umaga's last man standing match like those guys beat the shit out of each other like roman i thought i actually thought at that point i was like they they might pull the trigger on ko and i feel like that was like the last time roman really like struggled because everything else seems pretty self-explanatory. He's gonna win the title, like he wasn't gonna lose. I don't think he was ever gonna lose that mania against Edge or King O'Brien or any other ever since.
0: I don't know. I, feel- I thought he might I had a really weird suspicion he might have lost that money in the bank. That's the that's the only other time I thought he could maybe drop it.
1: I was
2: close. Did
0: he fight at money in the back again? Edge.
2: That's right, yeah, that's right, yeah. It was, it was close, yeah, that's right, that was. They, they did, they did kind of tease it like Edge was going to win and then reality set in our tribal tree, our tribal chief showed why he puts the food on the table for us and got that Canadian out of here. <laughs> but no, I think this is, like, as much as I love Brock and Bobby, I think this is going to be on, like, the, this will be the second best match. I think, like, this will be the first time in a long time where we see the the title matches actually be better than the Rumbles. Mm -hmm. And secondly, I think this closes the show. I don't think a Rumble – I think this is going to be one of the few times recently where we see a championship match close the show because it fits with Reigns' character. He's like, I'm the guy. I close the show. This is my show, which fits perfectly, fits the narrative perfectly that they would close the show, which would be awesome to see.
1: actually i probably like if i were to close with a title match i probably would go bobby brock just because just like the factor of just like
2: who
0: they are just like i feel like you could open with bobby brock
2: that's exact chris you Mm -hmm. read by you took the words right out of my mouth that's the type of show i feel like like they got to open with one of them you have you open with you open with uh bobby and brock because man it's it's a main it's a major pay-per-view your main event's the most important match. Your opening match is the second most important match. You got to open up with an absolute banger. If it's not Bobby and Brock, they open with the Men's Rumble. And if they open with the Men's Rumble, then Reigns and Rollins are closing the show.
1: You say uh, Brock like uh, that one WrestleMania. If he's not main event, then you know he's going home early. <laughs> <laughs> Put me on
2: first. And him and Seth had a quick banger.
0: Good match, man. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be such a it's gonna be such a good card. Now I'm thinking about it. I was I don't know why I had a really weird kind of thing, surprised they could possibly splinter. When he name dropped no last Friday when he name drop name dropped Mox, I was kind of thinking, hmm, hmm. Could they? Maybe. I feel like there might be too much bad blood between himself and the company, but that would be really wild pop up. See, I yeah. kind of... He did just come that. back from rehab.
2: Yeah, I was just about to say that. Like, he looked... I don't know if you saw the photos, Mar- uh, Chris. He,
0: he looked He looked fantastic.
2: But I think that on top of, like, the rehab, maybe, like, the bad... Like, the grudges. Like, maybe he let that go, too. So, maybe he could be open to it. Because I know, you know, those two are two of his closest friends. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's unlikely, but it would be possible. Speaking of, man, I'm just glad he's healthy. Because, like, when they showed that when you guys, I don't know who posted that photo, but when I saw that photo, like the difference of when he, his last show when he went away, because he was only gone for like, what, two months maybe?
0: I think it was think Break it was the that month. posted it, yeah. Um is it a Break or Marlon.
2: He was gone for what, 60? Because uh, it wasn't 90 days. He he wasn't gone for that long, was he? Because the I say that because the change was that drastic, because he wasn't gone for a long time. It's just like, that's insane like how much of a change it was which was good for him because that was the first thing I did I was at my parents' house watching it and when I wa- watched him walk out I was like I was like holy shit I was like he looks I was like he looked incredible I was like you can just see it like he looked like he lost like 80 pounds in his face.
0: Yeah he looked way less bloated he looked less red which was interesting I thought it was a filter yeah. at some point in, in one of the photos and he got his hair back. It was like, yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, his hairline <laughs> reappeared. <laughs> it's like I know, I know he was doing death matches and all sorts of crazy stuff, but my word! I mean, yeah, it's just good to see him. It's just good to see him, obviously, back back healthy, yeah, doing the thing he loves doing.
2: Yeah, you never want to see anybody like like succumb to something like that. It's good to see it. Like we all slander it. We all slander. We like we all slandered him when like when he was just like cutting like the stupid ass promos when he first came when he first left the WWE. But it's like, all in all, like, you never want to see somebody, like, lose that battle. So it's good to see him healthy. And, you know, speaking of that product, I've actually been watching it more. It's not bad. It's actually really good. It's fucking fans. Like, I have to say, it's the fucking fans. <laughs> the fucking fans. Make you wanna, the fucking fans, will, like, take it so serious. Like, they really make you, like, it turns you off from the product sometimes. Like, they have such, like, they're doing good stuff over there. They still struggle booking their women, but it's getting better. It's just like, fuck, man. Like, just stop trying to. And as always, like I said, I say this. I said this to Marlon. I said this to you. Says everybody, stop mentioning WWE every fucking show. Like, let it go. All the let it go. Like, why mention your competitor? Who gives a shit? Did the NBA fucking mention the ABA? Like, who fuck cares? You don't see Goodell coming out shitting on The Rock about the XFL. Like, who cares?
1: Right, like it only works if there's a payoff to it, which we're yeah. not gonna get anytime soon.
2: <laughs> yeah, like like look Bischoff literally challenged Vince McMahon to a match and nobody responded like and he didn't respond to it. I'm sure he would have if he had if he had it his way. Vince would have beat his ass on live TV, but there was no benefit for him. The exactly. only thing I can say is like they just live off of it. Like, remember Marlon, we had that conversation? About like, Cody dragging out that promo. Right. I was just like, dude, turn heel. Like, shut the fuck up and turn heel. <laughs>
1: like, yeah, I and mean, then just like name dropping all the things. Like, he changed the world with the, you know, the pipe bombing, you know, what? And like, like he just goes off on these tangents. And he, like, yeah, a lot of what they say is just all these buzzwords. Like, yeah, this and who, forbidden door that. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. Like, and like, like, like he, like, cause he, like, Cody can deliver. And he can say, you know, what he needs to say with conviction and say it well. But, like, yeah, he just was rambling and, like, makes himself sort of, like, more – like, I feel like they do too much meta fourth wall shit and then, again, say all these big buzzwords. Because, I mean, that's what – I mean, that's what the, gets their fan base going. Like, oh, Cody said this, best promo ever. Like, I was seeing that on Twitter. They were like, oh, my God, it was incredible. I'm like, are we watching the same thing? Like,
2: yeah. like he, he spent fuck, one minute. He fuck on TV, you he's a, He's awesome. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he spent one minute hyping up the match that he was going to have and, like, the other ten of it, just him, like, saying things like, yeah, like, it just yeah, all this other shit. And it's, like.
2: They need to send uh, him where they sent Mox for 60 days. Maybe, like, <laughs> maybe he'll come back better, too, because Christ. Like, it made no fucking, like, it was, just, it was a ramble. Like, I was like, okay, started off good. Then he just, like, like what, turned right. And it's, like, I'm like, okay. You're yeah, not he was all like unification match anymore. You're just rambling about why you don't want to turn heel. Like nobody gives a shit why you don't want to turn heel. Either do it, yeah, or or I mean, it... talk about your match.
1: And he got weird too because he was like talking about the pipe bomb, and then he's like, CM Punk said you wanted to do this, this, and that, and then I did all of that. And it's like, all right, bro, like, like, okay, like, like, why are we wasting time on TV talking about all this stuff? Like, I like, like I <laughs> Wait, think they're time. trying to like do. Yeah, I think they're just, like, they're they're doing just – I feel like his whole thing is, like, he's trying to turn heel with, like – but then trying to get, like, the fans back by saying, hey, look, I did all this stuff. Like, there's no AEW without me. I did all this. Like, I I don't know. Like, it's just going a weird angle. But either way, I feel like like we sort of went on a tangent. (laughs)
2: Like, he told the truth. Like, he was one of the first people to do what he did, like, the way he did it. It's true. Like, it it opened him the ROH and stuff. But, like, cool, dude. That was back in two thousand and fucking fifteen. It was seven goddamn years ago. Obama was still president when you did all that shit. Like, yeah, that long ago. Like, <laughs> go, what are you gonna? I'm like, what's next? Like, what's fucking next, dude? Like, that's how I view it, man. There's a lot of, uh, I don't know, because that's that was surprising from him because he actually knows being the son, being the son of Dusty Rhodes, he should know. He knows how to cut promos. He's always cut good promos. It's just all about who you are, what are you here for, where is it happening? And he did that at first, and then he's just like going on, and he he starts on like fucking uh, Joe after he loses a twelve leg parlay on the last leg, and just upset about what why one why Marcus Smart missed one rebound.
1: Yeah, and and I think that just the fans eat it up so much that then it's just like well for them like it, it is what it is.
2: Like I said, it's frustrating because the product the product is like so good. Like they got mm-hmm. they got hooked over like crazy, and it's actually kind of cool to see because he's not bad. Like he's really like he's really not bad. Like they have him mm-hmm. doing his dad moves. He's doing flexes and shit, and then like obviously the video with him in the the strip at the strip club. I mean he's he's go he's goaded off that in my opinion. Like put the, yeah. put all the we are off. hookers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's just it's just clever branding. It yeah, is I think, like, it, it, This is the thing though. the product's great. It really um, is. It, and it truly is great. It's it, it's really good stuff, and I completely agree with what you said as well. Um it, it, it's the fan base that kind of does put you off it from from a point of view, it's a little bit snobby from kind of the discourse you do see online. Oh the, um, gatekeeping. the gatekeeping, and the, the other thing that really annoys me is bro, if if, if Tony just shut his mouth for one week. They get so much done. They accomplish so much more. It's 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 crazy, man. And you can you can really see why. On Jaguars. Yeah. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, you know he does. You know he does a line before every show, and yeah. no way he doesn't. Oh,
1: I was there live the other day. My my god. Anytime he comes out, man, he's like, yeah, like like oh my god. I'm like, yeah, that guy is doing blow in the back, like just like. And I think his issue is that like. He like I mean you can be a fan to an extent, but like he's just like a a super fan that was like granted the king's to, you know, the keys to the king like it almost feels Bishoff-y, where like he's so concerned about like being friends with like the young bucks and being cool in like that sense that like it takes away from like his main responsibility, you know, from like running the show.
2: No, I'm 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 with you there. It's just like I'm just happy. I'm just happy my guy Hangman's a champ. Like, cause I would always watch. Like, I would watch BTE here and there just cause to watch the Dark Order skits. Cause of those, sh- I'll tell you this, those shits were fucking hilarious. Some of the funniest stuff I've ever seen was those guys doing that. Like when one of the guy like when Alex Reynolds had John Silver on his shoulders with wearing Brody's coat, and he was acting like Brody. It was just some of the funniest shit ever. Like I would strongly recommend if you haven't seen it, like look up Dark Order BTE compilations, and they have like this is one channel that has like eight or nine videos. Just watch them; they're so f- it's stupid. If you like stupid funny, which I know both of you do, it's right. It's it's right down your alley. It's if good it's funny. It's
0: the best funny. It, yeah, it's it really. Awesome. Is. <laughs> it's good if Good if for Cowboy Champions. Has to be said. Um, <laughs>
2: There not we go. Balance, open the to f- balance Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: bombs. Yeah, open that forbidden door and give us, you know, Cowboy versus Cowboy. It's what we all want. It's what the people want.
2: We wouldn't want nothing more than that. Cowboy versus Cowboy. Cowboy versus Cowboy. Or just a Buddy Cop movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring back WWE films Cowboy versus Cowboy. There we go. <laughs> Oh
2: man, I'm glad oh. they I'm glad they put the title on him because I was like, if they didn't, I'm like, all right, Hangman, come on up north, we'll put we'll do what you want, pal. We'll put you'll man event mania real quick.
0: <laughs> do you think they've got a weird problem though? Before we kind of do sign off, where they've got a bit too much talent at the moment, so a lot of guys have kind of become lost in the shuffle. I look at I think Brian Cage is a really good example of this, where he's just not really really available at the moment. And he used to be kind of on all the time, doing really good stuff. And I just don't think he's been the best way. So Off-brand, I please. had
2: this conversation with uh, my Marlin's buddy Raul all the time because he's a big, he's a big uh, AEW fan, and they they're kind of doing what I wish WWE would do. They're actually giving people like not on TV week after week, so they don't so you know they don't lose their luster. Like like what I said, that's what they should have done with Punk punk doesn't need to be on every week i get he's missed it for the last eight years but he's losing every time he comes out a little bit of the like the luster goes away like he shouldn't be a weekly person that's an attraction he's an attraction at like at his age at who he is same with uh like it's like their danielson hasn't been on tv i think like last like week or like two weeks since he lost the match the hangman i don't think he's been on tv doesn't need to be so like i like that um yeah there's certain guys but they have like multiple like they have like two youtube shows where like the younger guys go so if you want to see like their younger guys and stuff that's where you would go but i agree with you like i'm not a big brian cage fan but he does have the look and he should probably he should be featured more so it'll be interesting to see what they do like they got lance archer back and he's challenged he's going to be the uh I think he was the right choice to be the next challenger for Hangman because, like, you know, Hangman, his first, he beat Kenny. He was the one to dethrone Kenny in his first title defenses, were against somebody who, one of the most, arguably one of the greatest wrestlers ever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a great way to establish his title run. And now he gets to fight a monster, which will further, like, establish him as, like, a legitimate champion. So they have, like, good routes, but I agree with you, like, so much. There are some, like, talent that gets, like, lost in the shuffle. And then they have injuries. Like, I don't know if you saw Ray Phoenix's injury. That shit was disgusting. I don't know how. I don't know. I swear to God, I don't know how he didn't get, like, nothing broke. His arm bent the other way. He had, like, no real structural damage. It was just, like, I think just he only dislocated his elbow. He didn't break it. Like, their tag team division is very top-heavy now, which is unfortunate because that was one of their big things was to be like, hey, let's have great tag wrestling. But it's just, like... Bucks, F T R, you know, it's just like Jungle Boy and uh, uh, Luchasaurus. They have, you know, Ortiz and Santana, but they don't use them. It's just it sucks. It's some of it's annoying, but like overall they're in a good spot, I think.
0: Love to see. It. I think I think it's just good to have just so much good wrestling as well because it impacts yeah. me pretty good. Past few weeks as well. Um, but yeah, man. The more variety we have, the better. I mean, we haven't even touched you know, New Japan. Um saying that though, I will give Chef the opportunity to say what he normally says, but a certain person from New <laughs> Japan.
2: Fuck will ask Os- will ask, <laughs> That, that fucking sister, I can't stand him.
0: Uh, I forgot to tell you, but I forgot to tell you by the way. So he's from um a place in England where one one of my friends is from. Um and he saw him, he, he saw him in a pub uh, last Christmas.
2: I, was like, ah. <laughs> I wish I wish you could have put me on on. so be like hey pal, right here. <laughs> he's well, like, he's, he's, a, he's just like what when that whole the me too movement like they like finding out like what him and B Priestley did. They're fucking slime balls, man. Like I'm glad that he didn't win the title. Like from Oka, like he didn't beat Okada cuz that would have turned me off from New Japan like for mm-hmm. a long long time. But one last thing before we go. One last surprise because of a potential impact relationship. Give me Jay fucking white in the rumble. I need it. That would that would ring off. I fucking need it. If they have a real working relationship, Jay White's been working shows for impact. Give me Jay fucking white. Jay White versus
0: AJ Styles.
2: Yeah. Stop. I can only. I'll go to five. You'd quite. have to follow up. <laughs> give that man his contract, Bruce or Vince. Let him stay Jay White and just let it and just let it ride.
0: You would do Jay, you could even do Jay White, Finn Bala. That'd be good. It would be. It'd be fucking awesome. Some good possibilities. The forbidden door has been opened. And of course, the door for this podcast has been reopened. We're back <laughs> in business, maybe. We're back in business. I back thought this was a really good one. <laughs> <laughs> We're back. Um, thank you very much for, chun- for, for tuning in. Uh, I've been your host, Christian. Of course, I've been joined by my co-hosts, Chef and Marlon. We will join you. We will see you next week when we do a summary of the Royal Rumble and talk about a few more things as well. But until then, stay safe, and we'll see you soon. Good talking to you,
2: fellas.